Hey, welcome to the Monkey House Primates. So, thanks so much. I've asked around here to quickly uh, let you all know that we're in Sydney. We're about to be in Brisbane. So uh, very quick stop in Sydney. We're just here for a few nights. So come and see us. And then what are we doing? We're going up to Brisbane. We're going to do a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart at Good Chat. And we're also doing a couple of Dryer Dryers, our comedy festival show. It's the last run of the whole tour. So come on down, Brisbane. That's right. And in Sydney, we're at the Manning Bar and at the Chippo for the Who Knew It. Really pumped up. Hopefully see you all there. Uh, now on with the show. Ook, ook. What is that what the monkey say? Yeah, ooga cha cha. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This week's episode of Primates is brought to you by me, Matt Stewart, and my 2020 live comedy show, Monkey House, uh, to the Brisbane Comedy Festival at the Powerhouse from the 10th to the 15th of March. Back home to Melbourne for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival at the Victoria Hotel from the 26th of March to the 19th of April. You can grab tickets now with the discount code PODCAST and that gets you a real handsome discount via mattstuartcomedy.com slash gigs. That's mattstuartcomedy.com slash gigs. Now on with the show. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates and popular culture from Chimpan A to Chimpan Z. I'm your host, Matt Stewart, and I'm joined, as always, by the official second banana of the show. It's the host of the Jiminy James show, Evan Munro-Smith. Hello. How's it going? How's the world of Jiminy James? Oh, it's it's good. It's a quiet time for, for James. Games. Games. At the moment. Huh. Um, Forget you say it weird. <laughs> uh, but the show's just kicked off. It's going well. Oh, cool. People should watch it. Yeah. Hey, let's invite our guests into the studio. <laughs> into the conversation. Into the conversation. No, they're standing outside. <laughs> should we welcome them in? Can yeah. we come in, guys? <laughs> <laughs> so this week on the show, it's returning guest, comedian Ferdy Billamoria. Oh, man, it's so much nicer in here than it is outside in the corridor. Yeah. It's so warm in that corridor. It is. It, it is. is. It's and it's cool slightly cooler and pleasant in here. <laughs> Well, you've, you've also lost your beard since last time. I have. I have removed it specifically that for this since podcast. since the hallway? Because that might be why you're feeling cooler as well. <laughs> I, I shaved it in the hallway. You guys will have a bit of cleaning up to do. Okay. A right, good dustpan and brush. Get the vacuum out. Yeah. Uh, also joining us in the Monkey House for the very first time, it's Sandspans Radio broadcaster, Zoe Bellotta. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Oh, you're from the hallway. Yeah, I saw you out there. <laughs> Bill Amoria. Bellotta, any we relation? <laughs> we are you're from the Billy clan. Mother and father. <laughs> Whoa, you're your mother and father. Yeah. That's funny. Hey, which was which is which? So you're married? What? Or no, I'm not that you have to be married to have kids. But you're saying your your mother and father to a child, or you just to the what? to the world to each other? I don't think that far ahead. Okay, <laughs> what are we? We're so, mother oh, and father. Oh, good friends. Oh. Uh, how awkward that you're having we're, to make that call on, on the air. Wow. We're married. Are you going official? Oh. I think maybe we're uh, distant cousins or... Something. something. I, I think coincidentally yeah. our names both start with B. Yeah. And, we've read too and much I into and it. L. Oh, well, yeah. now, first three letters. No, hold on. I'm yeah. into it. I'm into it. I'm back. <laughs> well, well, how about this? We're both uh, migrants with an uplifting story. Yeah. Really? Maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe. Can you uplift us with the story real briefly? One sentence? Uh, I came here. That is beautiful. Mm, I love a triumphant story. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Evan's favourite primate, you might not know this, Zoe, is uh, the human. In particular, Andy from Toy Story. Do you have... Because you're a big primate, non-human primate yeah, lover, so you're yeah. probably as disgusted as me yeah. with that shithouse <laughs> choice. Yeah, pick the humans, pick the worst of the bunch. Yeah. Um, no, I also been... the best of the bunch. 
<laughs> I don't have any response to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I have this weird way of ranking monkeys and primates. They're all in one category. It's all just kind of general monkey. Big monkey's bad, little monkey's good. Okay. And then chimpanzees smack bang in the middle, except I fucking hate orangutans. Wow. Okay. This is all over the shop. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where to start with this. There's a lot to unpack here. Little monkeys. Little monkeys are good. Then you got chimpanzees are in the middle. That's where I draw the line. And when you say big monkey, you mean great apes. Great apes. Anything bigger than a chimpanzee, I have no time for. Okay. So humans? No time. (laughs) Uh, You got gorillas? Gorillas. No time. Orangutans. They're the three bigger. Bonobos are slightly smaller than the common chimpanzee. Okay. They're also known as the pygmy chimpanzees. Is that right? Yeah. Fuck. But they're they're very closely related. Right. Bonobos like to bone bone (laughs) and the chimps like to kill. Ah, I see. Isn't there a large, uh, like, human-like monkey in Africa that's like somewhere? Yeah. (laughs) A Sasquatch, yes. Does that... Count as a primate? Well, yeah. Sasquatch, yeah. yeah. Sasquatch <laughs> does. It's a, well, it's a, a some sort of a human ape man. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think that does. That's, if if anything, it's boxes. the most primate <laughs> animal. A yeti as well? A yeti, yep. Yeti could be definitely one of those. We've never done a yeti episode. We should. Good we point. Should do. Thank <laughs> you so much, Freddie. Mythical primate episode. Last time you were here, you talked to, to us about... Was it last time you were here? You talked to us about some sort of an, a monkey man who was terrorizing an Indian city. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That was a wild story. Hope everyone's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about it since. I have thought about it every fucking but day. But I imagine that town probably thinks about it a lot. Imagine there are murals. <laughs> so your system, <laughs> where, how does Andy from Toy Story slot into that? I should point out that Andy is of the smaller end of humans. Oh, very good point. Yes. Being is a child. smaller than a chimpanzee? Uh, he would be. Well, would be. a child it. chimpanzee or an adult chimpanzee? I'll go an adult chimpanzee because the baby version of anything, real good. Yeah. Baby but, chimps are, that's they probably peak in cuteness early, yeah. chimpanzees. And then it's all downhill from Which there. is probably like everything. Yeah. Not me. Yeah. I was a <laughs> super ugly baby. I peaked a couple of years later. Is that true? I, yeah, yeah, I was wow. real hard to look at. <laughs> I'm so glad that you have that amount of self awareness because a lot of a lot of a lot of babies don't. <laughs> yeah, a lot of babies are real dumb. Yeah, yeah they've 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 been instilled with all this confidence yeah. about how beautiful they are. Yeah, fucking ugly. Yeah, it's, that is true, mm, yeah. and I think it's about time we started telling them. Yeah, no one told me. I just looked in a mirror. So your system has Andy actually pretty favorably. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's it's good. It's nice good. not to be so challenged on this. He's good. He's baby, baby cute. Adam Carnavale is really down his throat <laughs> whenever he's on. He's we, This segment normally goes for about, what, half an hour? <laughs> just yelling, being yeah. like, no. He's, he's Pointing just and yelling. trying to understand, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Adam probably has a really specific, like he knows the breed of like the exact the breed scientific of name. No, just of a monkey. Like Because I know I like those little ones with the mustache. That's as good as my monkey knowledge gets. Oh, yeah, gets. They're, they're cool. There's one yeah. with a big white mustache. Uh, mustache monkey, let me look yeah. it up. Mustache. Because I'm actually only a, an amateur primatologist, Bertie, so. Yeah, but that's how you learn. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Mustache what about, what about that monkey that's got the furry body but completely bald face and head? I've never heard of this monkey. Oh, and... the red head one? Yeah. It's the Emperor Tamarin's the one with the mustache, that fella. Yes, cute. Probably my favourite. Uh, yeah, that, that's a great... A great looking monkey. Uh, the bald red headed one. Yeah, it looks like, it's like the vulture version. Of yes. Oh. Red head. That feels really like, does it get sunburnt? It, well, maybe that's why. Yeah, the bald yeah. Uakari. Bald Uakari. Uh, they're pretty, they're pretty full on looking. Oh, wow. <gasps> I don't think I've seen one of those. So before. they look like Red Skull. <laughs> yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah. Oh, that'd be really good if we did a monkey version of Captain America. <laughs> They've done it. Marvel Comics have done one. Really? But I don't what? know. I wonder if they use, they should have used the Yukari or whatever you, however you pronounce that yeah. as Red Skull because I don't know if they went that far. Hmm. But uh, Captain America was a, a gorilla. That's good. That feels right. Okay. And I think he was. Yeah, we did an episode about it. It was a while ago, but I think he somehow was like replaced by a fake one who was a Nazi or something. It was very mm. complex. A fake gorilla? 
Yeah, there maybe, was also maybe a shape, one of those shape-shifting guys. They shaved a swastika. Oh, oh. enough that he's a fake, <laughs> but he's a Nazi as well. Yeah. Anyway, that's all off topic. Today we're talking about David Lynch's short film, What Did Jack Do? Both Ferdy and Zoe both contacted me and said, we got to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I think you're right. <laughs> I think we do have to talk about it's this. It's an important issue that has really been, you know, hasn't made the news. No one's been talking about this. No, since. but... It has been it sort of gone around the internet a little bit. Uh, very briefly, the storyline, if people haven't seen it uh, off IMDb, it says, In a lockdown train station, a, homo- a homicide detective conducts an interview with a tormented monkey. And it's as fun as it sounds, um, I reckon. And Lynch <laughs> plays the detective. He also and directs a poor it. one at that. <laughs> he writes it. And I think we think he's the mouth of the monkey as yes. well. Yes, yeah. How would you describe that sort of just a superimposed human mouth on a monkey? Yeah. Yeah. Or else that's a weird looking monkey. Because, <laughs> yeah, we don't know for sure. No. It could just be a weird looking monkey. Shot in black and white. It's kind of, it's it's an interesting piece. Mm-hmm. Critics seem to like it. Is it actually shot on film? Because it's got that sort of film grainy yeah, sort of. Yeah, I assume they've just a put, digital effect. <laughs> oh, maybe. I. It. They just put a filter on it. I had to ask because I thought I wasn't sure if it was. It looks like it could have been shot sixty years ago or something. Mm-hmm. But it was, uh, yeah, it was released uh, a couple of years ago initially at a film festival and only released this year to Netflix. Uh, but I think it was only filmed four years ago or something like that. Yeah, right. So hey. maybe maybe bought a you know used a poor quality of film. He maybe. released it originally with his book called Nudes. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Did you? Did you find that little fact out? I did not find that little fact. Yep. The tomato, huh? On oh, Rotten Tomatoes. Tomato. Tomato meter. Tomato meter. Yeah, tomato meter. meter. It's got ninety percent. What? Ninety percent. Critics love it. Critics love it. It is the kind of thing that critics would love. Yeah, critics love yeah. Lynch. Yeah. The audience score not so high. Yeah, he can't. Seventy-two percent still pretty high. That's not pretty too high. bad. Yeah. But yeah, it is. It's just a baffling thing. Uh, here are some snippets of some reviews uh, from Rotten Tomatoes. No more than an exercise in style, but what a distinctive style! It's from Peter Peter Bradshaw in the Guardian. Or, fucking Bradshaw. Or you, <laughs> Miles Sorry from the Ringer says it's weird as hell, man, and I can't get enough of it. <laughs> he sounds like he's explaining a conspiracy. Theory. Yeah. Uh, Alonzo Giraldi says, if you're a David Lynch fan, you absolutely need to go see What Did Jack Do? I think that's probably fair. If you like Lynch, mm. you'll probably like this. Do you guys like Lynch? No. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that question. You've never met him. He could no, be a nice guy. <laughs> I have. He's a jerk. But in, um, I, I recently watched Mulholland Drive for the first time. Yeah, I watched that last year for the first time as well. I, and I, I it, quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. I did. But I was, ex- yeah, it felt like the end was tacked on and then I read that it kind of was. Yeah, oh, okay, is that right? Yeah. Because I was trying to uh, deduce what was going yeah. down there by the end of it and we were just like coming up with theories and shit and it's like, Everything's right and all of it's wrong. Yeah. And it's like, just say you watched a David Lynch film to university students and then yeah. it's fine. I, th- it. I think if you go in knowing not to feel satisfied in the end, you mm-hmm. probably have a better time. Yeah. The first time I went in and watched one of his things, I was like expecting it all come around and tie back together and it all makes sense in the end, you know, like a normal thing. Yeah, like any other film that's been made. No. So... So you wanted to talk about this because you hate David Lynch. Yes. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, when, did you when, want a positive review? I can quickly rewrite my notes. No, not necessarily. When when did you first feel this hatred for Lynch? So I grew up, I like I watched Twin Peaks as a teenager, but it wasn't until I went to film school that I started hating David Lynch. Right. Because <laughs> that is like, it's always Mulholland Drive. I've never seen in consecutive order but I have seen all of Mulholland Drive because we would sit there and analyse scene and then a different scene and then just from eight years of doing that, I definitely have seen the whole film. Just Probably makes order. more sense to you than it yeah, does. Yeah, because if you sit there and then you study it for two hours after a ten-minute scene, then it's quite, like, fulfilling. I can I hardly remember anything about it at all, but I remember being in it like I was, I was enjoying it. I was wondering where I was going to go. 
And then it was like, oh, I didn't go, it didn't, it, didn't really. It just is, and then it was yeah. over. And pe- like, I've, I feel nervous about telling the internet that I don't fully get David Lynch. I'll, I'll take that bullet for you. Yeah. I don't understand it, and it's confusing. Yep. Because David Lynch is the internet is where he's most loved. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. The internet is a hotbed for a lot of Lynch. <laughs> they love fans. Lynch and Keanu Reeves. They're like, we've done it. I, and I've got a lot of friends who love him as well. Yeah. I just I've never fully, never fully gotten it. I managed to get through film school without. I don't think I've seen any thing that he's done. Including what did Jack do? <laughs> I've seen bits, yeah, but it's a lot to uh, it's a lot, a lot to, to take, take in. in yeah. You can't watch it in one sitting. <laughs> Seventeen whole minutes, <laughs> including break credits. That down. Yeah, Blue Velvet a number of years ago, and that's oh, disturbing yeah. And, yeah. and and difficult. But I was in there. I was in. I got recommended Blue Velvet by my uncle. Yeah, when I was a teen, he was like, "I saw this movie." And thought of you, my 17-year-old niece. You're still talking to this uncle? <laughs> Will not anymore, thinking about it now as an adult. But, yeah, watch that. was like, I don't get Here's my thing with Lynch. If I wanted to be confused, I'd do math. Okay. <laughs> David Lynch movies are like maths. How much math, though, has a talking monkey? I'd say nearly none, none, none of it. None. Some algebra, maybe. Yeah, but look, I was really anti-Lynch, and then he released this monkey movie, and I was like, hold on, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I very easily am bought off, and mm-hmm. the, as soon the opening shot, and there's a little monkey in a little suit, and I was like, this, all the awards. Because you love little monkeys. <laughs> I love little yeah. monkeys. So you like, you'd be a big capuchin fan. Oh, yeah. So what about the little tiny handheld ones, like Pygmy Marmoset? Oh, my God. I, I, there's that little one at the zoo that's like, by itself and it just jumps around. And oh. that in itself is really sad, but, God, it's so tiny and cute, and I keep trying to figure out ways to put it in my pocket. How do they make the how? bars small enough? I have no idea. The <laughs> little monkey bi- How jail. big is it? It's, like, that big. What a hand size. Yeah, it's Fuck. just a little bubba, and it just jumps around, and you have to, like, take a minute to, like, look at it. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I got so excited I started salivating thinking about monkeys. They are delicious. <laughs> what do you think about, like, mice and rats and stuff? Do you like any tiny animals? Um, or is it it's more like human-ish animals like, that are tiny? Yeah, like tiny I think things, it's like, like paper clips I, and Oh, I love them. Erasers. <laughs> Buttons. No, I think the thing is, like, monkeys can be so big, the idea of seeing a tiny one right. I'm very excited ah, okay. about. So, like, if there were, like... Mini versions of normal-sized things I enjoy. Baby carrots. Baby carrots. Great. Human babies, pretty big fan of. Okay. Um, Those little mini pigs that don't turn out to be real pigs. It just turns out they're piglets. What about (laughs) baby mini pigs? Oh, so little. So little. I just want to, like, put it in my pocket. But the problem is they grow huge. They grow, like, pigs pigs are big, and even mini pigs are big, and that's how Jackson got ball cancer. What? Because a mini pig stepped on All his right, desk. You've, you've actually you've you've sort of skipped a couple of bits of this story. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the story. Jackson from Mo- Sands Pants. From Sands Jackson Pants Bailey. Jackson Previous Bailey. guests on the show multiple times. Yes. One of our favourites. If if he had one of his balls stepped on by a pig. <laughs> yes. And that gave him cancer. <laughs> that gave him cancer. Really? Yes. When so did this happen? That's the. Oh, I think that's one of that. Like eight years ago. Jesus. I'd How? say that's wilder than what did Jack do as a story. <laughs> if you have a pig-based podcast, we'll come in and tell this story. Well, I'm ready to start one. Wow. Uh, oinky, oink, <laughs> oinky, oinky boys? <laughs> oinky boys. Oinky boys. Okay. Okay. Oinky boys, would you be a guest? Yeah, I would come and I would tell, because Jack hates telling this story because he's so sick of it, and I think it's so funny. <laughs> I've never heard it. I, I, I don't. I didn't know that was possible. Either. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that. So you get That's cancer a weird link, from yeah. having. So there's a type of testicular cancer that comes from trauma. Really? So there's oh. two types. There's one that just naturally occurs, and one that co- that is caused by trauma. So you have the cell in in your in your balls, and it trauma causes it to activate and. Turn so everyone's into cancer. got a cancer cell ready to go. Pretty much, yeah. So you could give someone cancer by just you getting just kick a them pig. in the balls enough. Oh, oh, or you don't even pig. have to get a pig. <laughs> get a pig. So the pig's not necessary. The pig was the insane part of the story. Is that no? He had a pet pig, and um, they lived out in St Andrews. And when there was a fire warning one day, they tried to get the pig in the car, and the pig was like freaking out, like stomped on Jackson's testicle. Okay. Wow. And then like two days later, he was like, "Hey, my balls swelled up to." the size of a grapefruit and we're like go to the doctor grapefruit is big that, grapefruit that's very is big. Yeah. pretty big 
That's oh, even that, a baby grapefruit. That's big. Look, a lemon is too big, and yeah. an orange is too big. Really, what you Lime want is a lychee. Even, yeah, lychee maybe walnut. Yeah, you know? tiny, tiny. I'll never look at lychees the same. They're balls. I'm lying. <laughs> they are very ball like. Yeah, they are. The spikes are what really gets you there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is. That is a that is a story. Yeah, next time he's on, get him. He fucking hates telling the story, and I do it every party we go to. I'm like, Jackson, Jackson, because I'll be drunk as shit. And I'll be like, Jackson, Jackson, tell these people we've never met before this story about your cancer. And he's like, No, and I'm like, Do it. And then eventually I'll wear him down, and he'll be like, It's illegal to own a tortoise in Australia. And then I'll do his little wait, point. wait, what? <laughs> the to- where did the tortoise Back it up. come in there? It's illegal to own it. I will tell. This is Jackson Bailey's type five, and I will just reiterate it back to you. It's illegal to own a tortoise in Australia. So Jackson, my dumbass friend, decides, well, I can't own a tortoise. I want to own another weird animal. What can I get? So he goes on, like, Craigslist, and he finds some dude selling a pig. And he's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to own this Is this in America? Oh, I guess the gum tree would be the the Australian equivalent. Or he goes online and he finds this pig. And so he's like, I'm going to buy this pig. And he goes to the house and it is two stoners. And the stoner who owned the pig is like, hey, I bought this for my girlfriend so we would stay together. <laughs> but we've broken up and now I'm stuck. Because it's better pig. and better. <laughs> this should be a film. Let's make this a short film. Fuck yeah. I think uh, Michael Shanks is going to, He's we're talking in talks with it. And Michael Shanks is going to direct it. That would be fantastic. That's great. Yeah. So pretty much. Stoner has his pig. Pigs apparently attached to the first person that owns them. So this pig only wanted to belong to this girlfriend this that we'd never met. So it hated the dude that owned it. And then he, Jackson got it and he hated him. Right. The pig was called Ninja. Ninja <laughs> hated Jackson with a passion. <laughs> but Jackson loved him more than anything in the world. So Jackson, he gets his pig. He makes a little pen. He's having the best time with it. Step, step, step Forget that I've forgotten. Yeah, there's a big uh, fire warning one day and they have to evacuate. And so he's like, all right, time to all the animals and the family to get in the car. So it's like the family dog, his brother's like three snakes, plus the pig. Every <laughs> sentence. Yeah. <laughs> no is more arc. questions. <laughs> <laughs> you keep trying to explain, but I'm, I'm just like every sentence, I've got two more questions. <laughs> We'll leave questions till the end and then you guys can bust them out and I'll try my best to answer them. But yeah, so the pig freaks out. Steps on his testicle. Yeah, and then like a couple days later. That's such a precision trot. Yeah, Yeah. it's like trotted down on the ball. um, (laughs) And he was like, ow, I hate this pig. Uh, I'm sure with more gravitas than what I'm giving it right now. I've never been kicked in the balls or stepped on by a a pig's trotter, so I don't know. I need to pull from experience as an actor. Um, yeah, and then he got cancer, and then he had to go get his testicle removed. Like, basically immediately got cancer. Pretty much within a week he'd been diagnosed. Wow. Oh, and the dumbass, this isn't part of his type 5, this is just my complaint as his friend, sent us all a group message to let us know that he had cancer, but at no point in the message did he say the word cancer, so we just were confused for a bit. <laughs> Right. He's like, hey, guys, I'm going to have to take some time off school for a little bit because I'm, um, you know, a bit sick. And um, anyway, I'm going to have to go get some surgery, get my ball removed, and then go do some chemo. And we're like, chemo? Why are you doing chemo? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm going to do a Make-A-Wish Foundation, you know, some benefits. And we were like, Jackson, what's happening? How old was he at this point? He w- We would have been 19, 20. Right. Wow. And quite young. Um, yeah. Anyway, the pig got donated to a farm and then... Jackson got told that it got injected with a special dye that makes it not eatable, and then it got sent to another farm because it bit a kid. Not eatable. <laughs> not ed- like you can't eat him anymore. Oh, edible. Okay. Ed- eat- I thought you edible. said the. I thought somehow the injection meant <laughs> that it was before that he was eating bulls. <laughs> No, he that and pig I, like, is leaving a path of destruction. I reckon I would, in any other story, I would have understood what you meant because anything goes in this one that I heard eatable. I assumed you meant eatable. eatable. He's constantly nipping at their heels. No, it's like this little asshole pig, and he bit a kid. He was at the farm in the the one near Latrobe uh, Uni. He was in that big farm. And it bit a kid, and they were like, "Well, we can't have this aggressive pig at this petting zoo." So they were like, "We." They told Jackson that they had injected it with a special formula that meant the pig can't be eaten by people to make sure that it stayed a pet. 
Right. And then they sent it to a farm and Jackson was like, that's a lie. That's yeah. a lie that you tell children. <laughs> but then like four years later found out it was true and that it's like living its best life on this farm. Oh, oh that's wow. good. So happy yeah. ending. Wow. So unlike a David Lynch film, this one uh, comes around. Comes around yeah. Ties itself <laughs> cute little bow. Yeah. Love that. Do you, want, uh, do you want me to go through a, a little article about this film here? Mm-hmm. And then maybe you can tell me about your individual thoughts because you've all brought notepads, which I love. Students of film. <laughs> Yeah. Fantastic. So this is from Polygon.com, uh, and it's called, the article's called Twin Peaks Creator David Lynch Interrogates a Monkey in Netflix Short Film. I love a headline that is basically a paragraph explaining <laughs> yeah. nearly everything. Yeah. There was so much information in that. You that don't need, f- a, you first don't need draft. more of a review. Yeah. <laughs> Four stars. <laughs> uh, it's David Lynch's birthday. The renowned artist turned... 74 on Monday. Okay, so this is from January 20. So last, not it. Well, yeah, only a few weeks, three weeks ago. Huh. Happy birthday, Happy David birthday, Lynch. David. I think we can still say that three yeah. weeks later. That's good. <laughs> Happy birthday, David. And so it says, it's David Lynch's birthday, but we're the ones who got a gift. I hate it already. <laughs> <laughs> the latest arrival on Netflix is a 17-minute short film called What Did Jack Do? that was written, directed, and edited by Lynch. Netflix lists What Did Jack Do under the genres dramas, dramas, (laughs) crime dramas, (laughs) mysteries, and experimental movies, and describes it as offbeat and cerebral. Is it cerebral? Maybe. Makes you think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, If it helps, I can lay out the basic premise for you. A detective, played by Lynch, Grills a suit where, although we didn't mention that either, the monkey's wearing a suit. He's wearing a suit and it's real cute. It is important, Yeah. yeah. A detective grills a suit-wearing capuchin monkey suspected of murder, a crime for which the train station where the interrogation takes place has been put on lockdown. The film's black-and-white look, with dirt and grain in the image, brings to mind Lynch's first feature, 1977's A Razorhead, which I haven't seen, but in a bunch of different reviews, they all mention that it... Um, it looks like that. It looks yeah. like yeah. it, yeah. and they all say A Razorhead's a masterpiece. It's, it's something. I saw, yeah. it for, I saw about <laughs> 10 minutes of it. All right. Something, something. It's a, it's I saw a, a bit of it in film school, but but that's it. I'd... You said you got away with not seeing any Lynch in film school. I, yeah, no, I, I... I knew you couldn't have got away with it. I was given a clip from a Razorhead for a sound design class. I don't think it really counts. Okay. I feel like you get a lot of David Lynch, you get, like, Day of the Locust, and then, like, maybe, like, The Big Short. No, what's the one I'm thinking of, the one with Jeff Goldblum? The big, uh, the big chill. Big chill. Those are like the mm. three cinema student bullshit things that you have to sit through. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. I didn't get any of that. I think my lecturer just showed me his own films. <laughs> <laughs> Your lecturer. What, home movies? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, he was a director. I don't know. Yeah. This is my wife his, and her 30th His teacher birthday. was Ron Howard. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he learned a lot. He learned yeah. a lot. Apollo 13, <laughs> whatever that film was. <laughs> Uh, so the review goes on. Uh, while all of that is true, that's going off um, the the cerebral offbeat and all that sort of stuff. While all of mm. that is true, it fails to encapsulate the essence of this bizarre work. Lynch puts the screws to the monkey and the monkey returns fire with plenty of sass. Credited as Jack Cruz playing himself, the primate speaks through an unnerving visual effect similar to Synchrovox, which you may know better from the... From that old late night with Conan O'Brien bit in which Conan interviewed celebrities like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Does that help <laughs> you guys? Yeah. Um, it doesn't appear to be a CG monkey, though. Bob Dunn's Animal Services is listed in the credits as providing animal trainers for the production. Yeah, that's a real capuchin. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's a great performance, but it's always, yeah. it's always a bit sad to see real primates on the screen. I uh, wonder if that's David Lynch's monkey. No, it wouldn't be. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah, well, no. he's provided everything else, hasn't he? Like, yeah. Like he's done everything else, basically. But there is one other actor in the, one other human actor, mm. and Zoe, you were saying it's his wife. Yes. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, plays the waitress who bring, brings in a coffee. Yeah. So it was this really weird, what I heard was that this was something David Lynch did, like, as an exercise for himself. Right. Pretty much. That's why it's, like, really kind of. Home, like family based. So yeah. that's why oh, I think that, so the monkey was him and it was yeah. really him fucking all those chickens. Oh. That's, it's David Lynch telling us he fucks chickens. Yeah. Okay, so this is him letting out the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's your film fucking degree right there. Yeah. yeah. 
This is how you get to the top. I fucked a lot of cock to get where I am. Yeah. Cock's another word for chicken. That's very good. Yeah. And there's a very good set of songs. Yeah. Sucked a lot of cock. Yeah. Which I could have just Which said that. he could have done as well. Yeah. But then you'd be sucking the entire body off the animal you're making love So, to. I mean, it's either way, it's very yeah. clever. Very clever. I like, yeah. I like where he went with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's a sample of the tough-talking dialogue straight out of the noir genre. Okay, so this is a little clip, which Evan, we just heard before. Jack. So, Jack is the monkey. Yes. Jack, you're a strong-armed man, detective. You could say that, Jack. I just did, detective. Well, there is no Santa Claus, Jack. I won't be here for Christmas. So it's gibberish. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. No. I imagine I'm... they just had to work with whatever the monkey said. Piece it together. That makes sense. I didn't consider that. So Jack said, I won't be here for Christmas. And Lynch is like, fuck, how do I make that work? <laughs> well, there is no Santa Claus. <laughs> That okay, that does make sense. At first, because it's a lot of cliches. Yeah, a big chunk of the script is just cliches back and forth that are loosely connected mm. thematically to the line before, mm. but not really. Yeah, and it's sort of eventually kind of you understand what's going on. He's accusing him of killing a chicken, but it takes a while to even yeah. realize that that's what's going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, their back and forth is full of non sequiturs. I've not said that right, as you can see. And I'm still not quite sure exactly what the plot is, except that it involves a murder, interspecies love, and a veritable zoo's worth of animals. Bracket. Although Jack and a um, fetching hen named Tutabon are the only ones we actually see. Close bracket. The only person in What Did Jack Do Aside from the Detective is a waitress played by Emily Stoffel, an actress who is also Lynch's wife. And the film. How did she get that role? <laughs> I imagine there was probably a pretty long audition process. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the film features a song, True Love's Flame, written by Lynch and longtime collaborator Dean Hurley. This all combines to be, well, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, What Did Jack Do just debuted on Netflix. It's not new per se. The very end of the credit says 2016, Absurdia, the year of the monkey. Absurdia is listed as a David Lynch company, apparently named after a 2007 short film of his, and 2016 was indeed the year of the monkey in the Chinese calendar. What Did Jack Do? premiered in November 2017 at... Oh, this is French. Any of you speak a bit of on français? No, 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 different type of ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have a go. Uh, at Fondation Cartier Peu Léot. Perfect. <laughs> Contemporain. A modern, art, oh no, a modern art museum in Paris Okay. that also produced the short film. It looks like if it was phonetic, it would be Fondation Cartier Pour l'Art Contemporain, a modern art museum in Paris. And what I just did then was probably offensive, but I'd like to call it a Lynchian bit of art. Mm. Ah. Baffling. <laughs> uh, and it's Surreal. Ter- Surreal. <laughs> Cerebral. <laughs> And it turned out that Lynch was working on it as early as 2014 when he was already in the midst of pre-production on his third season of Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks I really liked. Never watched it. I never got past the first season. I, n- I don't think I ever quite got to the end. I haven't watched the third season, but I liked it while I was watching yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's very fun. It's, it's, it's the epitome of Lynch. I think it's a really nice introduction to it. Yeah. Because it's... So drawn out, you're like, hopefully we'll get an answer. Yes. Hopefully. And then it's three seasons of crazy. Right. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It, it's. I think he sets up the intrigue really well. Mm. I just, I'm more, I'm a basic type who needs resolution. Oh, maybe. yeah, I'm a basic bitch. Like, yeah. put everything, nice little bow, let me understand what's happening. Yeah. Let me walk away being like, ah, I understood. <laughs> Thank you. Spoon feed me, Lynchy, please. <laughs> Mush it up in a little pieces. I can't chew good. Uh, he hinted at the project in a December 2014 interview with The Guardian saying, I love to build things and this is for a monkey film. Okay. What did he build? I don't know. What? Yeah, what was Was it? I guess the, it would have had to be the set. Yeah, or which was a table and two chairs. In front of a wall. But it's like a weird chair behind the monkey maybe? Is that... hmm. I don't know. There's a weird visual there. Yeah, maybe he built the weird chair. <laughs> maybe. Maybe he doesn't mean literally build things. It does say Lynch is also credited for set design and set oh, construction so it did on mean the film. Yeah. 
He continued, I'm working with a monkey named Jack, and that'll come out sometime. It is not a chimpanzee. The monkey came up from South America. <laughs> they finished, yeah. so, so the monkey flew the monkey. in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they finished the article saying, glad that's settled then. <laughs> That is funny. Yeah, it's like even in his interviews, it's like unless, that must have been taken out of context, right? Did they say, "Oh, what is what you monkey? Do you mean chimpanzee?" It's not a chimpanzee. The monkey came up from South America. Okay. Anyway, see you later, you David Lynch. Been the, any interviewer just just in the middle of the interview, just like, "What the fuck <laughs> are you doing and talking about?" They are weird. No, chairs. Explain him. yourself. Look at these chairs. Yeah, I reckon he built those himself. Yeah, I think that's. I think chairs, I did yeah. read something. He did yeah. build those. Yeah, it is. A, even the set is surreal. There's probably some meaning there. I'm. I'm not sure. Yeah. So, but so. It's not like I studied film. So. Yeah. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> when you two film studiers yes. studied Lynch, which you didn't, Evan. Yeah, so, Zoe, right. did did they did your teachers try to explain meaning behind his work, or were no. they just like the meaning is there's it's, no meaning? Yeah, pretty much. I think Lynch himself is very much like you take away whatever you want from it, which I hate, but <laughs> that's cool. So, pretty much, yeah, his whole thing is like once as soon as I make the film, it is there for the public to interpret however they wish to. I like that as an idea if there's some, like, you've, yeah, I just well, like it's, them it's to like, have done a little bit more of the work so we can meet in the middle. Yeah. It just yeah. feels like we're meeting on his side. And it's like his brain is so nonsensical because, like, every interview I've seen with him or anyone that I've seen talk about him is like, oh, yeah, he's fucking insane. Right. <laughs> like, good fucking luck. <laughs> and we all just keep giving this man money to keep making films yeah. that don't make sense. He's so cool looking, though. How he's great so is his cool. hair? Oh, he's yeah. so cool. Fuck, he's so cool. It's like he saw a race ahead and was like, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) The one uh, little snippet of a a splat review on Rotten Tomatoes comes from now Toronto writer Norman Wilner. I haven't read this yet. Let's see. He says, it is all very silly. It will be embraced as a puckish masterwork from a beloved cultural figure. And sure, what the hell? Why not? Look. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> That's a great review. That is a great review. That's so so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I love it. Don't That's ask me. Fantastic. And he's right. It will be seen as a masterwork. And sure, what the hell? Why not? <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Sounds like he's ending his relationship with film. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> Yeah, whereas others are like, it's weird. I don't know what to tell you. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, One thing, can I just say, uh, Lynch's lips look better on the monkey than they do oh, on him. They work on that monkey, 100%. Mm. Especially that bottom one. That that monkey's <laughs> eyes as well, fantastic. Very cute. Very kind of sad. I don't yes, know. There's some depth. Yeah. They have a distance to mm. I actually think the He's monkey was. South America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the mo- yeah, fuck. That's how sad is that. But the monkey's. I reckon acting was probably better than Lynch's. Yeah. Face. Like the eyes did more and stuff like that. Mm. Even though I guess it probably wasn't acting. <laughs> no. It was just, just genuinely sad to be there. <laughs> A little bit confused. <laughs> yeah. Because they do they, they do tend to just follow him around. Like they don't – it doesn't seem like he's necessarily like a an acting monkey. Does right. that make sense? Like, you know, the ones like the ones in The Hangover and stuff like that. that like, yeah. Also Capuchins, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Like this one just kind of seems real confused because you can tell that with the CGI they're just following him around. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck, how do we put the lips on this? Yeah, yeah. side head. Uh, do, do you want to go through some of your more uh, studious notes as an academic, Zoe? Do you want to tell us why this film's a masterwork? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, no, I think it's very Lynchian. I think there's there's no other way to describe it. Like, I think as soon as Lynch started making film, we were like, oh, that's a new way to do things. Right. Um, Which is cool, and I guess that's one of the reasons he has so much attention. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always really nice, like, when when you see auteurs kind of 
make a voice for themselves that is completely their own. And we see it with like Tarantino and, and other like Ron Howard. Say, yeah, Ron, a classic <laughs> auteur. Spielberg. <laughs> Um, Tarantino is probably the best example to be like, you know, a Tarantino film yeah. only if you see two minutes of it. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. And, and David Lynch very is, distinctive. Yeah. Very distinctive. And David Lynch is one of those. And I think watching this, like I was excited cause I was like, what fresh hell is this? <laughs> and it, it, it is, it's David Lynch, you know, it's got that dream logic that he has, that he loves, that he thrives in. And then it's also got that like weird 1950s America that he loves, mm. like his suburbia thing. And this is like reminiscent of noir and setting it in a train station and just having it in this tiny little box and being like, we'll talk about, instead of doing it visually, we're going to talk about suburbia and life, like in the dialogue. <laughs> so that is that. And then all I <laughs> written down was, what's wrong with chickens? Um <laughs> How, how, I mean, yeah, the mechanics of it. How's yeah. this monkey fucking a chicken? <laughs> it doesn't feel right. No, because they only got one hole, so. <laughs> Cloacas. <laughs> oh. oh. There we go. Forgot about that. Yeah. Well, I guess <laughs> I guess we <laughs> know exactly how it happened. There. <laughs> there are a lot of options. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting choice, chickens. Yeah. Um, get, is it because maybe he had a chicken on his property? I, I guess so. It feels so... Called Tutankhamen? Yeah, Tatooine. Toots McGooten. Because he wanted to throw the line in, feel those full breasths. I'm pretty sure you're right. And, he, and birds of a feather flock together. There's a lot of bird cliches oh, there was, in there. Yeah. There was another one that he mentioned. Um, no, nah, that's all right. Uh, yeah, I w- almost wonder if that, yeah, maybe it was some, uh, they were riffing or something. Him and the monkey were sitting yeah. there riffing and it came out of that. I wonder how mm. much of this was written. And how much of it yeah, was ad like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Evan said, you just got to yeah. f- follow the monkey's lead. <laughs> I also, I, it was a joke before when I said Ron Howard's an auteur. I, I don't want Zoe to think that he's <laughs> kind of like, the opposite of one, right? And I'll never come here yeah. again. <laughs> I think I've heard him say that he's basically, he's, he's, a, he's more of a chameleon. He'll, yeah, he, yeah, right, which is a different, yeah. still an amazing skill, just a different yeah. skill. Yeah. No yeah. offence, Ron Howard. Oh, N- none taken, for sure. <laughs> offence was taken. It's <laughs> huh? a Ron Howard yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. see what I did there. Very, Very good. good stuff. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what, what did you think, Ferdy? Uh, I've got some uh, fun uh, little notes that I made. Um, my my favourite part of this it was in the credits. Um, Jack Cruz, the monkey. Also, where's the last name from? Uh, <laughs> uh, but also, Penelope? Oh. Uh, uh, Tom? It, yeah. How many yeah. Cruises do you know? C-R-U-Z, so more uh, than Pen- Penelope. Yeah, Penelope. Yeah. Um, huh. Oh, he is South American. Oh. She right. isn't. Ah, isn't she Spanish? <laughs> I don't know. Whoa, who yeah. should we be talking is. about uh, this? Penelope Cruz isn't she Tom Cruise's ex? No, no, no. it's spelled differently. Yeah, but I think they're still oh, dated. Really? Didn't they? That'd, That'd be, be annoying. Great. Oh, if I made that up. But she's also <laughs> two different opinions on the same thing. They're like, oh, I Apart like from it. That, like, my brain hates it. She's quite a famous actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is. Or actress. Wait, you just said you don't know who she is. I don't, but I know she's famous. How else would I know her name? I don't know the name. That is of very confusing. <laughs> I don't know her. I know that she's I can't famous. picture her. I can't right. say. I couldn't tell I you anything like, that she's she in. She looks like Selma Hayek. Yeah. But not, like, more pointy. She's okay. A, she's a pointy Selma Hayek. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's um, Spanish. Oh, yeah. And I know she, her. Yeah. You know, because she's in, been in she's like paper a hit female films. Adrian Brody. Yeah. Okay. Oh, All right. Yes. Rhinoceros. It's my favourite uh, line of his. Um, anyway, the monk Jack Cruz's wardrobe uh, was designed by Pampered Primates. There is a company oh. out there. Ah! Yeah. Make you feel good or bad? It's good. <laughs> Couldn't tell. I there's someone out Took there. Took a second. Do you think that these primates are feeling pampered when they're made to wear human clothes? I think. Uh, Abused is a, is not a strong enough word. As a as a clothing brand, abused primates probably <laughs> street wouldn't wear. do as it's good. It's streetwear. Yeah. Do you think monkeys want to look good? Uh, I think they want to look good, but I don't think their idea of looking good is a tuxedo. 
Okay. That's probably just like having all the bugs picked out of their back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, by one of their friends. Fair enough. That's how they... That's how they bond. That's how they bond. Mm. They make friends. They but... tickle. Have you seen that video? No. Chimps tickle on each other and that's like a thing, a bonding thing. Oh, it's beautiful. It's like they're thought. like yeah. hairy humans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I'm like one of them too. I <laughs> also am one of them. Less than I used to be, but still primate. Uh, what else was I going to say? Um, there's a, there's a, oh, there's one line in the film where David, the the detective, asks the monkey one question, and the monkey goes, "Well, this conversation just came to a screeching halt." And then he just continues answering questions. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weak monkey, like, no willpower. Like that was the. Point for it to walk out of the room. Yeah. You know, it wasn't forced to be there, but then he just continues. Yeah. And I, that, that disappointed me the most out of this movie. <laughs> just wanted it want, to abruptly end I it. wanted yeah. a headstrong monkey. Like, there was something going on. There no was commitment. A, so, the, so the back and forth went on for the majority of the film was them just one line each. Yeah. Then how did they get it? Because I watched it a week or so ago when we were initially meant to record before you had a plumbing issue, Ferdy. I shouldn't bring this onto the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And I regret it instantly. Yep. <laughs> so would you like me to tell me what the plumbing issue was? No. Well, no. I don't think so. No, house plumbing, not human every- plumbing. No, yeah, house think- plumbing, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> how did they, but I'm just trying to remember, how did they get to, into the song? Um, this, yeah, I can't remember. They, you they watched started, it like an hour ago. Yeah, I, I still don't know. I still don't know <laughs> how logic they went. to it. I right. think there was a moment where he was starting to answer the questions somewhat fucking rationally, and he was starting to. Um, and also, who's Shelby with the advanced stages of gonorrhea? There was an orangutan referred to in this story oh. that really. Oh. They, and it's just yeah. like. And As was, someone who really dislikes orangutans, I feel it because there's another line that's like, oh, who's going to believe an orangutan? And I was like, yeah, fuck those people. <laughs> <laughs> orangutans are such gentle giants. No, the, this is, all right. I've is, ex- it, is it their big flanges? No, it's... I, their heads, their faces look like big dinner plates. It's not you, even that. It mean. is It is the dumbest reason, but the reason I hate orangutans with a passion is because there was an insurance company that did an ad when I was about, like, 14, 15... With a sexy orangutan? Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Well, to me, is there any other kind? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah, no, this human orangutan hybrid, and I've never been able to forget it, and I hate it. Okay. With such a passion, and now that has transferred onto other orangutans. You know a human made that up. I know. So and that's why they're really in the bad pile. Okay. That's why they're in the bad pile. A big human. Big human bad, little human good. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely an adult human's idea. <laughs> I think so. Sorry, Ferdy, cut you off there. Oh, no, you didn't cut cut me off at all. Uh, this is a strong discussion that I wanted about these <laughs> points. Um, and the one fucking quote the monkey made was, love is like a banana. Sorry, love is like a banana. <laughs> Mike's work better when you speak in on Ferdy. Uh, love is like a banana, sweet with a golden hue. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Is it, though? No. Is it, are th- we eating love? Is that what we're doing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do to love? Um, Save it for later. S- sip it. Sip it and hold on to it. You're one of those kids who just keeps your chocolate Easter eggs in the fridge for weeks, so I can tell. <laughs> Eat that love. Shove it in me gob. Um, no, I also I keep the chocolate, too. So yeah. You look after it. You can't have it all at once. Can't have no, it all at all. once. You know, sh- spread that joy. <laughs> Also, you can buy the music. I, I read that. You can buy the oh, song on seven inch. Thank oh, God. really? Or on Bandcamp. Wow. Yeah, on on you can have this the soundtrack to this movie on vinyl. I would you'd have to, to have be that. a big fan. <laughs> you'd have Lynch. to I mean you'd have to be a big fan. It's almost li- like you'd have to dedicate a large portion <laughs> of your life to primates to to buy that. <laughs> yes. Well, if there are any big primate lovers out there, maybe you should I don't know if is this the kind of thing that they would want to buy because I was referring only, to you. The most primatey thing out there <laughs> in that film is visual. That is true. So I think the um, the songs probably take a lot of that away. I'd just get a picture of an orangutan, put it on my wall. If I was them. <laughs> with, with human lips. <laughs> with human lips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sexy, <laughs> sexy human lips. Have we talked about the monkey's voice? No, we haven't. 
It's weird. It it's is. Like, it's, sped, it's disturbing. Like slightly sped up. Or slow, no, slowed slow down. down. Yeah, I think it's pitched down, yeah. I feel like it's. it sounds like a boss in a 1990s video game. That's what it sounds like. like yeah, a really slightly poor. slurry. Yeah, really mm. weird. And we're assuming it's David Lynch yes. who yes. is voicing the, Yeah, like, That I remember reading somewhere, but could yeah. be wrong. I, but I haven't sure read that is. confirmed, but it seems like it. Yeah. And Zoe's so like read him, it confirmed. No, it does. It sounds like someone doing a bad impersonation of Lynch. Oh, okay. Yeah. It feels like, because the production of it was so insular, it would seem weird to go get someone else to dub it. And then, like, change that, like, warp the voice. Yeah. <laughs> to make it sound different. Yeah, it makes it sound, well, it's either that or, like Evan said, it was actually Jack Cruz's voice. Yeah. Could be. Oh. Um, makes the song pretty weird to listen to as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is sort of fun. I like that kind of um, surreal... Yeah, like absurd stuff is fun, but it doesn't really. I, I like there to be a bit more um, sensible story. Or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think what well, sounds like we're all pretty similar on that on that one. <laughs> it can't just be weird. It's like not enough it, for me. If it was like this super serious kind of like take on noir, where there just happened to be like a monkey that you're interviewing, and then just having this one really out of place absurd musical number, you'd be like. Oh yeah, no, I love this. Yeah, I love this. Like that, it's not Lynchian at all. But like that as a—that's what you love about it. Yeah, like, <laughs> not at all, David. Lynch is bullshit. Yeah, because yeah, it's like it's not even like a satire of film noir. No. Really, mm. it's just that style. It doesn't play off any of the other sort of stereotype. Well. No, it feels like it's just a visual reference. Because mm. I thought thematically, like, I, I started looking to see if, like, because the dialogue was so nonsensical, if they were, like, iconic lines from noir films. Right, yeah. And, like, I was like, that's fucking genius. And then yeah. I researched it and it wasn't. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when it doesn't make sense like that, you're like, oh, what is it? They've, they've cut and pasted this yeah. from something. Yeah. Like, What's going on here? But it's like, oh, nothing's going on. And that's what's going on. That's yeah. the genius of it. Nothing. Nothing. It's, it's bad. That's the point. Of, yeah, it's this. It's just... Fuck. God, it was annoying to watch. Well, maybe with that um, passion that you're feeling, do you want to give it a score? How many bananas? How big is your bunch of bananas for starters? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have like a seven bunch of bananas. That's what you would normally purchase? Yeah, because yeah. that's, a, that's a banana a day. I'm a seven bunch yeah. guy yeah. too. Um, but I'm going to give it two. I'm two out of two Because a monkey in suit gets a whole banana. Yep. Um, and two, like, visually it didn't suck, but... How how ripe are those bananas? They're, you need to eat them in two days. Okay. <laughs> quick. Yeah, quick. Or I never <laughs> look back. You got banana bread. And don't think about it too much. No, it's like you're looking at them and you're like, I should have eaten those last week. <laughs> Fuck. How about you, Ev? I'd give it, like, three out of seven. It's It's all right. I, I, what I like about it is that he did it himself. This is a little personal project. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a bit weird, but he just did it for for him. Managed to sell it to Netflix. Great. Mm. Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it if my little personal projects got global recognition. Yeah. I'd love it. Would you love that? <laughs> okay. Actually, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Some four dorks, like, unpacking <laughs> it on a podcast. <laughs> That's the kind of thing you'd love? Yeah. Why not? Ah, oh, fuck not. What kind of banana score are you giving it? <laughs> That's a three, mate. Three, I'm yeah. Three I'm well. three out of seven, too. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's sort it of like something about it. Yeah. But it's also like it's not satisfying and enough. Yeah. To There's give a it large over. amount of shitness to it. Yeah. But, you know, edible. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, only, you know, the probably the best thing about it was only 17 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was it is the best 40 part. minutes or something or imagine a feature. When we... Oh. When we first, when I first tried to watch it, I was watching it with my two housemates, and seven minutes in, they're both pretty much simultaneously. What the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. Let's turn this shit off. And I'm like looking at it. I'm like, fuck, we're already halfway. Let's give it another eight yeah, minutes. There's so many it. critical plot points to come. <laughs> yeah. And probably was I kind of right. <laughs> do you do any of you see any of yourself in the Jack character? Because uh, we do Zoe. We share about ninety nine percent. Oh, 98, 99% DNA with the chimpanzee. Mm. Do you see any of I yourself I do look good in a little suit. Yeah? Yeah. So that's a big part of your personality. <laughs> yeah, so I have a lot of cuteness suit. Yep, cuteness suit. Jeez, even the phrase is a cute <laughs> thing. Cuteness suit. <laughs> Ev, do you see anything of yourself in there? 
No, I'm trying to trying to love see what chicken? I have. You no, love eating I've chicken. I've never had a, I've never had sex with a chicken, but I like eating chicken. Yet. Yeah. Yet. Are you right? Yes. I reckon eating it's eating and and sexing. It's not that far off. <laughs> no, they're the same thing. Some going into a hole. Yeah. Some going into a hole. All right. <laughs> You're one step away, Ev. Just be careful. Um, I no, I don't see much of myself in this. No. I'm afraid. Yeah, I I, I liked him. But yeah, yeah, he's, he's fine. His eyes he's, are adorable. Yeah, something yeah. about him. How about you, Ferd? Ferd um, Burger? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, who are you, my mum? I don't know. I People tell me I've got a large mouth. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. So, it looks like it's superimposed. Ah, yeah, you yeah, do have a large so, mouth. Wow. Yeah, I can almost fist my fist. My, <laughs> I can literally almost fist my mouth. And, and you've I've got, got big mouth. hands, too. Yeah. Well, I say you better go with big hands. So, <laughs> struggles you know what say. And I'm sure that monkey can fist his mouth. So Yeah, little tiny. <laughs> Especially tiny that giant hands. mouth, human mouth he's got yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Fit both hands in. So that's yeah, a bit, I didn't. There's a bit there. But, and my, my outfit is also designed by pampered primates, too. So <laughs> that's where... <laughs> I looked at your shirt just in case. (laughs) (laughs) Could it be? Uh, Well, that brings us to the point of the episode where we thank a few patrons. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash do go on pod. Supporting this show as well as do go on podcast, which this week is about... I I recorded it last night. (laughs) I wrote a report. I spent days working on it. Oh, it was about a guy called Felice. Oh, it's his fucking name. (laughs) Jesus, give me one second, please. Felice Banuzzi. He was a, man, a Italian prisoner of war in Africa, in Ethiopia in the 40s, and he plotted to escape to climb a mountain. Pretty interesting story. So <laughs> that, uh, that came out yesterday if people are curious. Ooh. Also supports Book Cheat, which I'm on this week, where Dave talks about Tale of Two Cities, classic novel, oh, yeah? which I didn't know anything about before being on there, and... Listen now, it's a podcast about Cold Chisel. Anyway, you support all of those, but one of the rewards you get is on this show, I'll shout you out and read out something that you wrote that I don't read until I read it on the show. But it's normally about a primate or something, I think is what I ask you to do. Uh, so firstly, thank you, Odie Matthews, for your support. Odie writes, and feel free to comment on this so if you want to. Mm-hmm. I strongly believe King Kong is the best primate that's ever lived or will live. Too wow. Big. Too big? Too big. Very that, big. That would the be biggest. your least favourite yeah. primate. I was like, no. <laughs> so that everyone's like, no, maybe he's all right. And like put him back on the island. Imagine, uh, even as a baby, he would have been huge. Too big. Yeah. It would have been, oh, Does no. a baby King Kong to you seem like cute because it's, it's comparatively? It's comparatively cuter than an adult King Kong. But it's mm. basically just a gorilla. So yeah. like, even as a baby, it's a big it's still, gorilla. It's still too, too big. Mm. I don't know how King Kong... Originated, maybe it was. Did it? Was it a mutant or was it a born that way? I don't know. Where are the King Kong parents? Maybe Godzilla fucked a man. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, uh, that makes sense. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, thank you, Odie. Thank you, Odie, for taking us there. I'd also love to thank Rene Lazar, who writes, or Rene Lazar, Rene Lazar. One of my favorite primates is the librarian from Terry Pratchett's Discworld. He was a human that got turned into an orangutan. Oh, no, Zoe. Sorry. <laughs> and then realised being an orangutan was better than being a human and refused being changed back. I wonder wow. what Evan has to say about that. Have you uh, ever read any of the Discworld novels? No. I've read I a wonder, couple of them a while back. I can't imagine what they would prefer about being an orangutan. I guess you can swing better. Yeah. Longer arms. Basically, all of a sudden you've got four arms. To, well, yeah, I mean, we've already okay. got four arms, but... <laughs> 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 Have more arms. Yes. <laughs> you could um, eat your cereal from your mate's face. They've got like bowl face. Right, right, yeah, right. Like right. They do like, I think it's more bowl because it kind bowl, of. Yeah, it sort of wads out a bit. Yeah. And that's only the, the males as they get older get that. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. You know what? Born with it is you grow older and sort of, yeah. And that makes them the alpha? Yeah, it's kind of like the silverback gorillas. Uh-huh. Only the older males have the silverbacks. Holy shit. Apparently, okay. I think. Hmm. I hope I haven't fucked that up. Um, You're the expert, man. We're get looking for you. some orangutan letters, mate. <laughs> I hope so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what do you say about that, Evan? 
Uh, I don't know. I'd be interested to see what the what the rationale is there. Yeah, maybe it's because expectations are different. All of a sudden, you're very impressive as a librarian if you're an well, orangutan. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this... That'd be fun. Yeah. I think you'd be popular. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's it. So much so that it's Renee's favourite primate, or one of her favourite primates. Uh, thank you so much, Renee. I'd also love to thank Mat- <laughs> Matilde. Fuck, I've said your name before. Why am I blanking on that? 30. Matilde McInnes? I've said both of those wrong. Yes. No, that's right. Is there an E on the end? Matilda? Yeah, it's an E in the end. Oh, maybe it is Matilda. Is it Matilda or just Matilda? I'm not sure. Maybe Matilda. Matilda. Matilda McInnes writes, my favourite primate is the bonobo from Come From Away. Oh. Oh, I haven't seen Come From Away. No, it's it's a musical. Yeah, yeah. And there's a bonobo in it. Someone suggested I should um, do an episode on it, but I can't afford going to a musical. <laughs> Musicals are expensive. It was playing in Melbourne. I thought it, uh, I heard it was really good, so uh, yeah, I wanted to go. Yeah, my folks went and saw it and said it was really good. Uh, but then the only other person I heard who saw it said they hated it. Oh, really? They didn't know what it was about going in, and they hated everything. Uh, it's about uh, 9-11, right? Yeah. <laughs> Different time. Yeah. I guess, you know, it's a musical that could only happen in a post-9-11 world yeah. in a way. <laughs> You know, the world did change and those towers came down. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Matilde. And finally, I'd love to thank Cody Kelshaw, who writes, My favourite primate might just be Evan Munro Smith. <gasps> he is a great example of standing up for what you believe in. <laughs> 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 the fact that he continue, continually champions Andy from Toy Story as his favourite primate, despite the constant criticism and alternate <laughs> suggestions, is inspiring. <laughs> Sure, his choice may not make any sense, especially since there are hundreds of primates better than a pair of animated legs, but the wow. resolve must be commended. What's this person's name? Cody. Oh, thanks, Cody. Cody, fantastic. I think it's just stubbornness. There. Yeah, you are you are one of the more stubborn people I know, I reckon. To a fault. <laughs> yeah, but also, like, I think it, it helps with you in work sometimes as well. Maybe. You, I think you're not... You're not always stubborn. But I don't think of myself as a if, stubborn person. It's just when I get a point like this. You you do, if you hit on something, I've seen you irrationally not back down on things. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, Evan, this doesn't make any sense anymore, but you've, you've <laughs> stuck in now. And I guess there's probably no better example than Andy from <laughs> Toy Story. No. Uh, so that's, uh, thank you so much for those patrons who support us and wrote those things. In, you can do that at patreon.com slash pod. Finally, before we go, I, re- I read out any five-star reviews that come through during the week. We've just got one this week, and I think it looks like it's about last week's episode. It says, Erica Fleury is my favorite, who was a guest on last week. That's pretty brutal to you two here today. But, yeah. I mean, you hadn't been on before at that yeah. point, Zoe, so maybe next week we'll get a new one. Um, this is from Catherine, who writes, This pod makes me beside myself. Speaking of which, you guys should do an episode on Karen J. Fowler's primate-related novel, We Are All Completely Beside Ourselves. I can't afford a novel. (laughs) (laughs) It's really moving and made me empathise with primates even more. Plus, it would prove that your smartness slash commitment to primates could rival Dave's smartness slash commitment to book cheat by including a novel. You wouldn't have to read it. There's a great audio version. Very oh. listenable. Okay, you got me around at the yeah. end. <laughs> I'm a modern man. I listen to books. <laughs> I, I don't want to call one of your subscribers or, or not a subscriber, no, just a just a reviewer. But I feel like the the initial uh, this podcast got me beside myself. It was just yeah, conveniently put I think in. That was it. Was when she said that. I'm like, oh, that's very nice. Oh, mm. I see. Slightly yeah, it's been reverse en- engineered here. Yeah. I, nothing wrong with that, but it just felt like I no. Thank you, Catherine. I'm I'm saying Catherine, but Catherine instead sorry. of a Y, it's a Z. So I don't know if I don't know how to pronounce that otherwise. Oh. Sorry, what? What? Catherine, how do you say that? Oh, I I never seen that. No, show, show, show. yeah, C A. C Catherine C A T H R Z N. Could possibly is Z near Y on keyboard? Could be a typo. No, mm. <laughs> unless she's got right. an A to, A to Z type keyboard. <laughs> I've yeah. seen those. Those exist. <laughs> Maybe it's some sort of a play on how I do chimpanzees. She's Cathra Z. And <laughs> nah. That's not what it would be. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Cathra Z. Or Catherine. Is, I imagine how it's probably. Anyway, yeah. sorry. <laughs> sorry for getting bogged down there, Catherine. 
Anyway, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. So, uh, what do we think Jack did anyway? He, do you reckon he killed that chicken? Hundred percent. Yeah. It's heavily implied, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I definitely think he fucked a chicken. Uh, yeah, that he's still <laughs> more than one occasion. Yeah, yeah. And possibly like, more than one chicken. Yeah, definitely chicken fucker, possible murderer. The end of the uh, this film does have him out of out of scene, out of yeah. sight, and getting taken down for he, the crime. Is the love of his fucking life just appears out of nowhere? Yeah. Not wearing a suit. She's naked. Oh, do you think she was... Oh, do you think she sold him out? Somehow? Should have gone to Pampered Poultry. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people uh, find you, Zoe? Uh, I am on Sans Pants Radio. Shut up a second. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Zoe Sans Pants. And Ferd? I am on the internet on Instagram as Ferd Flu and as on the Facebook as Ferdy Comedian. And I at the Comedy Festival, uh, my show Faceplant Lobotomy is coming up. So please come to that, everybody. Come to that, everyone. Oh, come to my show too. Why Go to Matt's show. Go to Matt's show. Monkey House. Oh. What time are you on? Nine, ten past nine. Oh, they can go to both. Bonds at seven. At uh, Victoria Hotel, where we're about to... I'm use. at uh, the vault, so pil- basically Pilgrim oh, yeah. down so off Federation Wharf. Both just in the CBD. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you can um, you can find out about those shows and all others at comedyfestival.com.au. Uh, and I'll if I get around to it, I'll link it in the show notes. Sick. Evan, people can find Gamey Game at gamygame.com. Yep. Or just go to YouTube and search for Gamey Game. Um, this week's episode is really, really good, so go check that out. Very funny. It's got Xavier Michaelides and, oh, uh, and Ben funny Russell. Boy. Very funny. And, uh, both of them. and Naomi Hickens. All previous also guests funny. on this Great show. Great lineup. Uh, people can find Primates at Primates Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and at gmail.com if you want to email. A thing that I don't check enough, but I'll try and check that email address sometime soon. Um, and we always sign off with a rift. Guest does a Rift Primate sign-off. So if you two want to take it from there, I'll say thank you all for joining us so much. And as we always say here at Primate's Podcast... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my riff. Uh, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> Simeon monkey love is to be respected and should be allowed in our society because change is the future. <laughs> that made as much sense as a Lynch film. Fuck <laughs> yeah, I am learning. <laughs>